Uh, that's kind of funny. Uh, real quick, before we get to the phones and the Riverwind Casino jackpot line, 405-329-9000 from the 918. I swear I thought you were saying Justin Fuente is out of the portal. Joseph Wete. I could see that, right? I could see that. Joseph Wete. Now, again, is he back or is he not? That's the question. It seems clerical. It seems something that the... You know, the NCA with its portal window is demanding. I, demanding seems like such a strong word. Yeah. They bring him back. But I don't know if that's all, all the way back or if it's I'm just a Harrington type like a, situation. Yeah. Don't this know. Be, this is going to be an interesting one to watch. Yeah. I was. I, I won't lie. I was kind of surprised that he either A, didn't have a, a home or didn't have a ton of buzz around him. Just because of the the physical nature of it, oh my gosh, how funny would it be if if having to bring Wete back cost him Trace Ford again? Oh no! Oh, no. no, I oh, no. hey, I I've been hearing good things about Trace Ford. I've been hearing good things as well. Beyond I'm just the recruiting, yeah. I've been hearing good, th- and I think it's well worth taking a flyer. I think he'd be a cool fit. I agree in I BB's offense. But here's what we've learned the last gosh uh, thirty minutes. This is truly stuff that I think matters on. The home of Sooner fans. It's kind of in the weeds, nerdy stuff. Number one, because of this new NCA portal window, Joseph Wete has been withdrawn from the transfer portal. Where his future is with Oklahoma is kind of unknown, but we'll continue to track it. Meanwhile, we've learned that Cedric Roberts, who entered the portal from Oklahoma, is on his way to Texas State. Well, Kendall Dennis over the weekend committed to USF, and Nick Evers is on his way to Missouri. So of those 16, now again, that number doesn't look the same when you look at the on-threes and the 24-7 sports of the world because they don't include all the walk-ons. But of the 16 players in the portal for the Sooners so far, if I'm missing anyone, help me out. Cedric Roberts to Texas State, Nick Evers to Wisconsin, Theo Weiss to Missouri, Kendall Dennis to USF, and Joseph Wette has been withdrawn. Seem about right. Anything else I'm missing? Can't I can't think of anything else you're missing. I haven't now. seen of anything where a uh, Bryson Washington or a Joshua Eaton or anyone like that has landed. Oh, we, we did get – is True on hold still? Yes, he is. Okay. Jalen Redmond announced what we all knew. He was headed for the Senior Bowl. I want to talk about that at 15 past the hour. And this isn't – it's not like an anti-Jalen Redmond thing or anything – but just it's a feeling I have about day three picks opting out of bowl games. Or even for that matter, maybe day two picks. But we'll get to it coming up in just a bit. In the meantime, hour two of the Plank Show brought to you by Allison Insurance. Let's go straight to the phones. What's up, True Sooner? How are you, man? I thought you were saying Justin Fuente, too. And I was going to say, I, I know our backup situation was bad last year, but it wasn't that bad. <laughs> Didn't know we had to go uh, get a 47-year-old quarterback. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know that was the case. Hey, I was going to tell you, I did get a chance to hang out a little bit, talk to uh, Kenzie Hansen on Saturday. Oh, yeah? pretty cool. How's she doing? uh, She looks like she's living the life right now. She is. She's cruising around and doing these NIL things. And, you know, that's that's the cool stuff. Uh, You know, there's a lot of bad, bad, you know, talk about the NIL and stuff. But the cool stuff is these, these, these kids that are able to do some of these things and make, you know, make a little point on the side on these signings and stuff. And that's, that's the cool side of it. You know, it's a Saturday, you know, in the middle of, you know, December and you're not doing anything. And, Hey, you want to go sign autographs for two hours, you know, and make, I don't know what, you know, a couple grand or whatever they pay them. 
I mean, that's the cool side of it. You know, I, I think that's really cool that so they can so they can do that. But I, first thing I asked her was, I said, I said, how close are how how ready are you for the season to start? And she looked at her watch and she goes, well, it's fifty five days, four hours, and thirty four minutes away. <laughs> like it. <laughs> if, if that answers your question, but let me ask you this about the side. I know we're all talking about the transfer portal, sure. and recruiting, and all that stuff going into this season. Uh, as a possible three-peat for the softball team. Do you feel like they're better equipped to get this third one, or are they better equipped to get this get the second one they got last year? Like, How do you feel about everybody coming in as far as repeating? I know they lost all over, but they've got you know, all these other you know, sticks coming in and pitchers coming in and stuff. What's your thought on that as far as if they can – if it's going to be a – is it going to be like last year where it was inevitable they were going to get the – or is there going to be more competition, do you think? Well, here, here's the thing, and I haven't quite seen all the preseason polls yet. Uh, I don't even think most right. of them are out. I I don't usually nerd out on softball too terribly much until about the second week of January. But um, this weekend I was going over the schedule, and I'll say this. I feel like this year's schedule is a little bit more challenging. right? I think, you know, listen, the, the, the teams they play in four of their first five games are all tournament teams. Duke's good, Liberty's good, Stanford's good, Washington's good. So I, I think that's a, that's a bit of a challenge, right? But I, I feel like overall the schedule's a little bit more more difficult. I think that, you know, don't underestimate losing Jocelyn Allo. I get it. Everyone's like, oh, but they got this player, they got this player. Yeah, they're all right. good. Right. But Jocelyn was, was so good, and the experience that – Neener brought and the experience that they had from Hope Troutwine. So, more challenging schedule. But I also, I mean, listen, if Jordy Ball doesn't get hurt, if Jordy Ball doesn't, I don't know if anyone touches them over the final month of the season, right? Jordy Ball gets hurt. They're kind of flung into a tailspin in the Big 12 tournament. Um, Makes it a little bit more challenging on them. And pitchers who hadn't thrown a ton, right, get a lot of extra innings. So, yeah, I'm not too – I don't want to say that they're more equipped, but I feel like the experienced pieces are much more, much more equipped to handle, um, to handle well, adverse situations when they come. If that makes sense, I think I think Hope Troutwine was the most underrated person on that national team. I mean, if, if it hadn't been for her, they may not have won it. Well, you go back uh, the last so- two years, true, and I would say if it wasn't for Nicole May, they might not win right. their super regional in twenty twenty one. And if it wasn't for Hope right. Troutwine, we're probably not hanging the uh, the fourth national championship in the last six years. I, I think I think the obvious thought is that Storaco is going to be is going to wash with Hope, Hope Troutwine, and I, I hope I know that's a big that's a big wash, but I, I you know her, I think she's capable of doing what Troutwine did, mm-hmm. you know. So hope, hopefully, you know that's where I'm at. I know, like I said, I know it's super early, but just. Just talking to her Saturday kind of got me a little fired up, so I wanted to ask you about it. I mean, in the opening part of the season, it's like uh, I think 17 of their first 30 games like are against tournament teams from last year. A couple yeah, of them that went to the World Florida Series. State. Yeah, it was right in the Florida middle State, of it. UCLA. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be fun. All right, True, good to hear we'll from you. All right, man. Take man. Good, True, taking us down the softball path. I got a quick question about softball real quick. Sure. I got for you. Is Jordy Ball going to hit this year? Yes. She is. I think so. That's exciting. She when if you go back to fall, I answered that very definitively, Coach Gasso. So if you want to, our coach Roach or JT, <laughs> I was say you were really sold on that. So if I you was... want to text me and tell me I'm wrong, <laughs> but she she played 
actually a, a bit of left field. And I and again, I'm not going to get too carried away, but I know they needed numbers with kind of how they did the battle series. But yeah, I, she played a little left field. She looks good hitting the ball. And so I saw she hit a couple homers, right? Yeah, she can she can launch it. Right now, if I were projecting what it looks like for the Sooners, I'd say Sid Sanders starts at first, Jennings at second, Lions at short. I think Alyssa Brito won the third base job with Hanson behind the plate. You know, we'll see what happens in right, but I think it's going to be Riley Boone again, Jada Coleman in center, and, you know, maybe Hannah Lee, maybe Alina Torres out in left field. Um, they've got They've got some depth that they'll be able to work with. And I like Hannah Core a lot, but I, I still think her hitting has to come around. So, and one of these, Jocelyn Erickson's going to factor in the freshman. So right there and just trying to find the nine positions, I came up with, what, 13 people? And I'll tell you what, you know, I, let me pull this roster up so I don't butcher the girl's name. But the um, Avery Hodge, Avery Hodge out of Richmond, Texas, I like her a lot. She reminds me of Brianna Terang, and she's uh, she's really fun. Quincy Lilio had a good fall too, so we'll see how we'll see how it hammers out. Who really committed themselves from the end of fall to the start of the season? But yeah, it's it's kind of wild to think that you're the two time defending champs, and yeah, you're replacing a, the, one of the greatest, if not the greatest hitter in the history of the game. But yet you're also looking at what two positions. Three, maybe? Unreal. Reload, not rebuild. And and one of those positions is being taken by your starting left fielder who's moving in to third, and the other position is being taken by the the Pac-12 freshman of the year. Not bad. Um, From the 405, have they started building the new softball stadium? Uh, They've started the... I guess you could say what the groundwork of it. I know they broke they broke ground like they had the they had a ceremony where they broke ground like for the plate. Well, I was there. Okay, cool. I was there yeah. for that. But I will say that I I think they're like in the process of putting up all the fencing and things that okay. they need to do. Okay, but that's just my guess. I haven't been over there in a minute. Hey, listen, I'm here to tell you right now. I I don't know what I'm talking about. Is the bottom line in all Good. this? I work for the goat. All right. So when Patty Gasso, if she says. I think it's that seems kind of close, Plank. I think I'll, I'll listen to that. If Patty Gasso says, "Listen here, you stupid moron," then I'll be like, "You're probably right there too." <laughs> I, I, I'm jacked. I'm juiced. I really am. It's it's exciting. And then you know, it's kind of funny. You think about the roster itself. Like, you got a lot of players that you're going to have to hit to stay in there, right? So you might say, "Well, Brito's got third base locked down." Does she? Because you got to hit. To stay in the lineup. Yeah, it's and, a, it's always good whenever you have you have a lineup to where if you don't perform, you have options that will perform. You know what I mean? Alina Torres is is coming in. She's competitive. She wants to hit. I don't know, but back to True's original question. Yeah, I think there's a good chance that Jordy Ball is going to play some based on what I saw during the fall. Oh, oh no, <laughs> am I in trouble? I do have a text. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't coach. What you think? How was that? How was that? I think that was pretty good in trying to lay out what's coming up for softball. Uh, countdown is on. The season will get underway uh, the second week in February. So with the with the National Football League pushing back a week, uh, we are on the road for the Super Bowl. 
in Irvine, California, beginning on February 9th. Oh, this is pretty good, too. Oh, glad you're listening, Coach. This is directed at you. Uh, from the 405, my daughter, who's special needs, got to meet the GOAT Saturday. It was cool. I was telling Coach Gasso about my kiddo, and she said, no, I'm getting up. I want to go meet her. That's the most awesomely Patty Gasso thing ever. Between busting my balls and doing great things as it pertains to everybody else, Coach is the GOAT. That's good stuff. That's really That's cool. Good Thanks. I think I saw that on social media this week, and so I appreciate you sharing it. Um, all right, quick break. It's 10 – Whoa! You're, Whoa! You're like Look a at minute us. late. Breaking on time. What is what is yeah. going on here? All right. When we come back this weekend, this weekend, Jalen Redman announced that he is foregoing the bowl game for the NFL draft. I have no problem with Jalen Redman making this decision with everything he's went through, but, but. I think that if you're on the fringe of being a day two or day three draft pick, I think you need to reconsider. So I'll dive into that next right here on The Ref. Yeah, uh, Maggie hits us up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line and writes, uh, fencing is in place all around. Some heavy equipment is on site for the new complex. Yeah, I looked over there the other day, saw some fencing was up. I haven't gone down Jenkins in quite a while, so... Maybe I needed those to do so. All right. I My son finally replied to me after, let's see, what is today? Today is Monday. The man's been home for 48 hours, and all of a sudden it's, whoa. Now I need all this information from you now, Dad. It's like, hold, hold on, buddy. Give, give me two minutes. How long we got in this segment? <laughs> got another 10 minutes? Um, on the air. All right, we'll get that taken care of in a bit. Um, on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. God, okay, I don't want to make this an anti-Jalen Redmond thing. I really don't, okay? Because that's not what this is about. This is a generic feel that I have, okay? So I'm going to read these two texts. I'm going to defend Jalen. Then I'm going to give you my own personal opinion. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Oh, you optimist. Jay Red is a day three or a free agent signee. He is going to prove that he can. He has to prove he can stay healthy before an NFL team makes a serious investment in him. Not only should he play in a bowl game, he should use the extra year and play at OU next year. Who are these guys listening to? Uh, and, then, and then there was uh, then there was someone that said, "Yeah, day three if they're lucky." All right, um, thoughts. Here we go. I have no problem with Jalen Redmond turning pro. He's got an invite to the Senior Bowl, and what's the old saying? Grade the flashes. He's got some flashes that, with the need for defensive linemen in the NFL, there you go. It's it's There's a shot for him. Now, is that shot in the first round? No. Is it in the second? Third? No, not none of it. None of it. Right? Probably a day three guy. But that invite to the senior bowl is massive. It's massive, man. You get that opportunity to go out there. It takes one team. One team. So with that said, 
I'm not going to count out anything involving Jalen in the NFL. To me, he he fought through a lot of injuries and a lot of non-football things. He got in his own way once, right? Got himself in a little off-the-field trouble. But in the end, seemed to buy in, seemed to be a pretty good leader. Really, one of those careers that maybe you come away thinking, I probably could have done more, but still had a good career, right? Was he elite? No. Was he great? No. Was he misused at times? Probably. Would it have been a different world if this was Jalen Redmond's freshman year and he was in Brent Venables with Miguel Chavis and Todd Bates? Yes. 100% yes. But he had to stay healthy. Got to stay healthy. And that's been an issue. So with that said, here's my thought. If you're a day two or a day three guy and you're opting out of a bowl game, I vehemently disagree with it. I agree. I, I just, it will never make any sense to me at all. Oh, but what about staying healthy? Well, I mean, you've got to have to prove. I mean, Aaron Colvin tore his ACL in senior drill workouts. So you're you're going to have to prove you can stay healthy by staying healthy. And I'm telling you what right now, I love the draft. But two of the great health stories in the history of ever, um, you know, Garyon Conley was a dude that never missed a snap in, high, in college. I mean, he was – the Raiders drafted him in the first round because he was Mr. Durability, right? He couldn't stay on the field. Hurt all the freaking time. I think his career is over already. And he was a first-round pick in, like, 17. Is that kind of – how is that possible? Right. Um, secondly, Carson Wentz. Look at Carson Wentz. The picture of what a quarterback is supposed to look like, right? Six, six, five, six, six, you know, two, 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 fifth, just a beast, right? Can't stay healthy. Now he sucks, but he can't stay whoa, healthy either. Whoa, 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 whoa. We'll always have 2016. Um, but with that said, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. Just because you were able to stay healthy in college or it, Arian Foster. I know I'm going back here a little bit, but just trying to create some perspective for this argument. Arian Foster could not stay healthy in college, right? Fumbled the ball a lot. Yeah, great NFL career. I don't, and he got hurt late in his career, but every running back does. So it, you can't make sense. It, it's not something that is quantifiable, I think, right? So when you say he's got to prove he can stay healthy, well, there's dudes that have proven they can stay healthy throughout college, and then all of a sudden they get to the pros and they – Teddy is a great example of this. Gabe is a great example of this, right? And, and, and again, my man Ted played through everything, guys. Everything, it's incredible. But I don't think Ted missed a snap in college. Did you, Teddy? What? I don't think he missed a game with an injury. And then all of a sudden you get to the NFL, and it's a foot, it's a back, it's a shoulder. Gabe never missed a snap outside of one game with a concussion. Got to the NFL. What happened? Immediately tears his ACL. It's just, it's crazy. It makes no sense. So, the health side, meh. I just am a firm believer. If you are a day two, the only people who should be opting out of the draft to me are, are opting out of, of bowl games or guaranteed first-round picks, maybe even guaranteed quote-unquote lottery picks. Now, I don't know we don't do a lottery in the NFL, but you get what I'm saying. Because, and this is going to sound nerdy, and, and you might not buy this, but I firmly, and I believe this at the core of everything I'm about, it takes 
one person in an organization to fall in love with something that they see on TV. And you know who's watching these bowl games? Owners. Everyone. General managers. Coaches. I just and, – and I'll go back. Owners are the ones that I would I would be playing thinking, you never know. If if Jerry Jones oh, – you know, Jerry Jones isn't a, isn't a good example right now. My phone is blowing up. What did I do? Did I say something? Did I cuss on the air? You might have said something. You wrong. know what? You know what? You know what text chain this is? This is wife, mother-in-law, sister-in-law. Okay. All right. So that's the okay text okay, chain. That one's blown up. Yeah, that's um, my son has finally just said, "Oh, you're on the air. Cool." The only time he texts me is when I'm on the air. Anyway, back, back, back to the point. Back to the point. Jamarcus Russell was drafted number one overall by the Raiders because of what he did in a bowl game. That's a terrible pick. It's one of the worst number one overall draft picks of all time. But Al Davis fell in love with what he saw from Jamarcus Russell in a bowl game. Jim Ursay, that crazy old man Jim Ursay, could be watching the um, Cheez-It Bowl. And all of a sudden he watches, and Jalen Redman has four sacks. It's like, oh, we got to get this guy. It. It doesn't like it uh, doesn't it, unless you get hurt. Which uh, we always look at uh, Willis McGahee, Jalen Smith, and uh, last year Matt Corral. We always look at like the worst case scenarios. We never look at guys who had good bowl games and give them the credit for. Wow, they went out, caught someone's eye, and started to move up a little bit. I'm not saying it's the end all be all, but it might it might lead someone to take another look. It's like, whoa, I watched this dude and he popped. I mean, not only it's it's different. It is the Cheez It Bowl, which isn't a great. Bowl. I'm just using that as an example too. I would say any bowl, but these guys, you're playing number thirteen Florida State. There will be people watch. This will be a highly watched game. It's mm-hmm. you're not playing some Joe Schmo, Ohio, University of Ohio Bobcats or something like that. You're playing Florida State. People will be watching this game, and so I was kind of surprised whenever he decided to opt out. I mean. Again, like I get it, right? Like I, I get the sentiment. I understand the thought process. I just think he could move up one. I, I, I agree with you one hundred percent. I think he could move up. You play in the bowl game. I mean, you look at guys. I, I think people like Pierre Winfrey, Isaiah Thomas, people who had those bowl games uh, moved up at least a little bit. Sure. Even if it's not a full day, just a little bit more, it would always help. I again, I, Brazilian Sooner is right, right off the Air Comfort Solutions text line. He writes, nobody knows these players' circumstances wish Jalen the best. 100%. We don't know I don't know anything. anything. But I'm, I'm not – that's why I'm saying this isn't just about Jalen Redmond, right? This is just a general take that I'll always have. If it was Charlie Higgins who left the University of Tulsa early, if it was, you know, gosh, you mentioned Isaiah Thomas and Perrion Winfrey last year, it will ne- – unless they say, hey, you're a – you're a top fifteen, top thirty pick. We're taking you at this point. Right, and at this point, yeah. And you're not, you're not um, playing in a playoff game or a New Year's Day six bowl. I just, I will, I will never understand the desire to be able to put more on tape, to be able to do more. Right? Maybe you're done with practices. Maybe you're tired of it, but it's not going to get any easier with any of your workouts. Right? No. I just, this is a great opportunity to play, put more on tape, and go. I just. I agree. I, I agree. It's I, more tape. Again, again, 
Don't understand everyone's situation. Maybe in some instances, an agent says, uh, you don't want to play? Fine. Understand. Um, I'll float you 50 grand or whatever that number might be. And then when you get signed, you pay that back to me in certain percentages with interest. I, I don't know, right? But I do know this much. I think that in this instance, for certain guys, you can do more good than bad by staying in a bowl game and not opting out. Someone I needs really to do, do some research on that. Anthony, really, really Anthony Richardson opting out of the bowl game this weekend. That was kind of crazy to me. That was dumb. That was pretty But then again, whenever you start looking around, and if I think once he opted out, everyone's like, oh, he ain't playing. Florida again has this. Florida's kicking a field goal to make sure they don't get shut out, for goodness sakes, at the end crazy. of that game. That was crazy. But just, just me. Just a general take. I'm going to support everyone that wears the crimson and cream. Everyone, always. I'm going to support most Oklahoma people, um, period. OSU, Tulsa, regardless. I love this state. But I just, I want to, and again, this again isn't specific to Jalen Redmond. It's a general take. I'm not saying how dare you, Jalen. But it's been a general take of mine. I feel like if you're a day three guy, you can day two guy even. You can help yourself out a lot by playing in the bowl game and showing what you're all about. All right, quick break. Ten thirty three. Let's get caught up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line four zero five six five one three four three nine. It's been a fairly busy morning. Let's just re- real quick for those that got to get somewhere and can't hang through the break. I care about you. Uh, Joseph Wete has withdrawn from the portal, but I I would say there's some confusion at least in my world. No one smarter than me has cleared it up for me yet. But based on the wording of this, um, it sounds like the NCAA instructed the schools to withdraw them from the portal. That is my understanding as well. So I don't know if that means that Joseph Wete still has a spot or, or hell, he was, when did he go in the portal? They just said he was in the portal August 24th. So was he even going to school? I mean, I don't. I, I would assume you were, so you could find your way in a uh, to stay eligible. But if he was in the portal, did August. he even stick around, Norman? I mean, that's, are you sure that's right? It says uh, OU Insider reported August twenty fourth that uh, Wete was no longer on the Sooner online roster. Twenty four seven Sports reported September seventh that he had entered the portal, and Wete finally confirmed the news on the ninth. So, man, that's interesting. Right. Huh. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Quick break. So that's what we're trying to track that uh, this morning. What did we? Kendall Dennis on his way to USF. Cedric Roberts in the portal from Oklahoma on his way to Texas State. Uh, Theo Wees, of course, already to Missouri. Nick Evers over the weekend to Wisconsin. And I guess Peyton Bowen has been fonged to Oklahoma. Has been fonged. But so is David Hicks. Correct. So we'll take a quick timeout. It's Plank Show right here on The Ref. I got in a big fight last night because I was defending your – well, I guess defending in that you should be mad about your Cowboys last night. Oh, no. Well, no, no. Here was the thing as we welcome you back into the Plank Show. Pierce is in for Josh. We're on the road the next two days, and then um, I I think think I'm going to Branson on Thursday. Did you see the weather forecast for Thursday? I did not. Oh, you have? Are you – now, when do you go back home? I go back home today. Oh, I'm, I'm leaving the radio. Is this your home. last day? This is my last day in Norman for 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 this uh, little segment of the year. I'm coming back uh, probably around the 12th. 
or so. We need to have a conversation, by the way, whenever we know that Toby is listening to talk about his gift that he gave us. Did you oh, take advantage of yes, that this I week? I have not. Okay, okay. I have well, not yet. I'm, I'm taking that home and letting my family. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I want to make sure that t Rose listening when we have this conversation. Okay, good. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not sitting here begging Toby to let me know when he's listening, but uh, he, he gave us a gift on Friday, and I, I wanted to talk about it a little bit. Maybe I'll bring it up on the crossover tomorrow. But um, I was defending your Dallas Cowboys and the fact that Cowboy fans should be upset about yesterday. You're up 27 to 10. You know, you you just kind of settle and say, oh, we're the fourth seed, so we are what we are. Wait, hold on. The fifth seed, so we are what they yeah. are. I'm not, I'm not here to buy that. I like the Eagles. I think the Eagles are really good. I'm not here to tell you that they're the most unbeatable team I've ever seen in my life. I mean, they, they didn't play all that well yesterday. Didn't look good a couple weeks ago. Was it the Colts they struggled with? No offense to the Colts. Yes. But I'm just – I'm in a position where I'm not ready to just say, oh, you were going to be this seed, so that's all there is. I mean, I'm the same with even Miami. Miami's gone into the esser, so to speak. But, yeah, I don't – I don't know. We'll, we'll kind of see how things play out. Before, but I would be mad if I was a Cowboys fan. I would say, yeah. Well, it's it's hard to say because before two weeks ago against the Texans, before that whole debacle of almost losing right. to the Texans, I, w- I was feeling good about the Cowboys. You know, I thought uh, this is the best team since the year that Dez dropped it slash caught it. Um, they they looked good. They they've got one of the best offenses in the league. Their defense is 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 winning them games. So they were in a good spot. But now with these back to back losses, yeah, Cowboys fans should be upset right now. You guys weren't the Cowboys. Oh, Cowboys weren't. Wait, for, are you or not? A I, I feel like I am a Cowboys. Okay, fan. and so I would say upset about just these last two weeks in particular is is the frustrating part because you were in a position with losing your starting quarterback for you know, five or so weeks, and you're still in a position to take the one seed. And and I feel like it was really attainable before yesterday. Um, before a loss of the Jaguars, you could still beat the Eagles. They lose another one. Uh, and then, you know, you can go on and take a tiebreaker. It was still an opportunity. Now, like you said, now the, oh, we're the fifth seed, we are who we are, that's almost – Best case scenario for the Cowboys, I feel like, at this point. All right, we got a new twist and turn on the Joseph Wete saga. A word? So we were talking about the back and forth and the withdrawal from the portal. Well, now there's another update. And this is from Nikki Chavanel of On3.com. So <laughs> follow me if you can. The information about the schools being instructed by the NCAA – to withdraw the teams from the portal, that's a story from much earlier in the season, right? And we were kind of trying to follow, connect the dots on that, right? And there were 19 players that were involved in that, including uh, Wetan Clemson linebacker Sergio Allen. All this, we're trying to connect the dots on this while we're on the air. But Wetay was part of that group that had entered early, right? So, go back. The NCAA told schools to withdraw them from the portal, including football, and then they would be able to make a decision going forward. Tell me if this gets confusing even more so on Wete than you've heard before. 
After entering the portal not once but twice, Wete has withdrawn his name once again for on threes Matt Zinnitz. So what we're seeing today is the second withdrawal and this one is from not Wete mandated. from the portal. No. He originally entered on September 7th, withdrew, then re-entered in mid-October. He's a graduate transfer and therefore not restricted to enter during NCAA transfer windows for non-graduates. But that's all we know. So is he is he somebody that still has a, has a home at Oklahoma? Is he somebody that still has an opportunity to play at Oklahoma? Or is he somebody that, I don't know, if you're no longer in the portal, it sounds like he continued in school, right? Again, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not up to date on my Joseph Wete news, all right? If you're not on the roster and playing, I'm probably not following you all that closely. I'd say that's understandable. But, so he had not only been in the portal once, but twice due to that clerical thing, and now he's back on school, in school, on campus. I I think I'm done with this story for today, to be honest with you. So he is coming back to the team after a second time. This is not a mandated this is not return. mandated, right? So this is a okay. So, but again, but again, is this him saying I'm out of the portal and I'm going back to Oklahoma? I just don't think you make that decision without having some sort of inclination that you're wanted, right? Or if no one else wants you. Fair enough. But I'm not going to lie. As far as information today, this has been one of the most confusing stories I've ever yeah. had to follow. Yeah. Because originally he was in the portal, then had to withdraw. Then I guess he put his name back in and then just withdrew again today. I, I'm not going to apologize for making this more confusing because I don't know if I've I've ever been more th- confused think, in my life. I think life. you've got it. I think you've got Did it. Did we finally get it figured out? I think out? you've got it. So is he a Sooner or not? As of now, yes. <laughs> Who knows? You can go he, back. Is he on the roster or not anymore? I don't know, I man. think he is. I and by the is. way – to the 405, and thank you for that note. You can't tell the difference between Parker and Plank. You're going to get blocked. So I, right? I was reading that. I was confused. I thought it might be Parker. Like, he's saying that is Parker. Parker would text us. Right. That's that's why. I, okay. I think I'm, I'm glad you said that. I was confused. I think we're all trying to work through this together is what we're trying to do. So I guess the bottom line question here more than anything else is, is – Joseph Wete still a sooner or not? <laughs> From the nine one eight, I'm looking at Plank. He's not a sooner. I. What do you know? What do you know? And that's basically you're saying what we just said. You don't know. We don't know. Ah, we don't care. And we've spent way too much time talking about Joseph freaking Wete on this show to begin with. Go make a play, and then we'll talk about you this much. Mer. Um, I saw this, too, from, from Bob Prisbill, and I thought this would be a fun thing to bring up. Uh, interesting dilemma. With the third Wednesday of December being the latest it can be, the 21st and designated start for the early signing period, a lot of schools are off for breaks, which mean a lot of ceremonies aren't happening. Now, okay, this is – I understand what he's saying. So, signing day is December 21st. That's Wednesday. Right? A lot of schools are out of session. 
A lot of, in fact, I don't know of any schools on Wednesday that are still in class in high school, in grade school, and anywhere. I think some schools are still still cooking. Really? I think in Texas, I, I'm pretty sure I was making fun of my little brother last night because he still had to go to school. Okay, well, I can just speak for what's within these four uh, Texas, walls. Texas, I believe, is is still in school. In right. Session. So, to me, if I was, this is gonna sound unless. Unless you're just in love with your high school and you want to do something around your friends, I would just do it all on my social media pages. I would get that thing sponsored. I'd get a little live stream going. Boom. Oh, you know you can make a little money off of that. Heck, yeah. Spot, just put a hat out there with some logo on it. That pay some. You don't even have to pay like a, a, a ho. Just get that video up and rolling and say, hi, welcome to uh, Pierce Leffelholt's official announcement presented by Snickers. Snickers really satisfies you, but um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't really know if that's necessarily that big of a deal, right? That there there might be some schools that can't have the ceremonies with social media today. I mean, you can do just about I mean, anything it, anywhere. I mean, it sucks for the kids if they if they wanted that opportunity. Like, right. Yeah, it like sucks for a recruit if, if what you know what I mean. But that's I don't really know. Edmund schools are in this week as well. Is that surprising to you? I'm pretty sure because I know we like college. We just got out last huh. last week was our last that was finals week on the 16th. It ended, and I know high schools normally go a week or two after. Really, I think I remember getting. Well, I don't ever remember Christmas being on a Sunday, so that's a little bit unique and different. But yeah. Edmund schools go through Wednesday, but they don't get back until the 9th. Like, my girls are done tomorrow. Tomorrow is their last day, and I kind of thought that was universal. But, again, if there is one thing that I've learned about public schools and everything else, there is no symmetry in anyone's schedule. No, not at all. None whatsoever and never has been. All right. um, (laughs) From the 405, (laughs) this is the text of the day. I hate myself that we've spent so much stinking time on this. Joseph Wette has one more tackle than I do as a Sooner, and I went to MACU. Well done. All right, um, 10.50 on the Plank Show. Now that I think we've solved that mystery, Joseph Wette becomes the first two-time portal entry and two-time withdrawal without going to a different school. Is that Can Joseph Wette at least get some stats on that for him? I'd say that's a good stat to put down. I like that. Joseph Wette, zero tackles, zero tackles for loss, but two-time portal entrant, two-time portal withdrawn. Never been more confused over a guy that hasn't made a play in my life. All right, 1050. Not not saying mean, not being mean, just being honest, right? Got to be real here. Got to be real. All right, quick break. When we come back, the best of the Air Comfort Solutions text line right here on The Ref. couple of quick uh, Air Comfort Solutions texts to put a wrap on our number two. Look at Jim in Arlington. Jim in Arlington, one of the greats, right? Bob Stoops agrees with you, Plank. He always told his players to go if you're a guaranteed first-rounder or so, but don't cut yourself short. It makes no financial sense. Someone had brought up whether or not at some point we're going to have a situation that the Bulls kind of incentivize this with you know, funding NILs. Our collectives, oh, excuse me, say, yeah. hey, listen. That could uh, be see, interesting. See you guys in the cheese at Bowl, just so you know. Uh, as your team being part of the cheese at Bowl, we give a $1 million bonus to your NIL, and that can be divvied up between players or, or something of that nature, right? I'm, I don't know. 
Hold on, let me, let me let me try to do my math before someone goes one million dollars only like twenty bucks a player or something like that. I don't I don't really feel like fighting with you guys today, but let's see. So not ten million, but I, I it would still be a pretty good chunk of change, right? So yeah, he's gonna look like thirteen grand per player if you even do it that way. So I again I don't know if that's the future or not, but. Uh, here's one from the uh, 405. Thoughts on Joseph Wete withdrawing from the portal and staying at OU? I have no thoughts. I've decided that this is the most um, ridiculous amount of time we've wasted on a story in the history of ever. But it looks like that he's withdrawn his name, and uh, we'll see what Parker has on it. But I don't. I, mean, I can't imagine him being back with the Sooners. Doc writes, waiting for signing day is the college football equivalent of waiting for final grades to post so you know you've passed. Let me tell you what. I know <laughs> firsthand about that that situation right there. I had two classes going into this week without the final grades put in, and the, the weight on the final and the final paper, and both of them were 50% oh. of the course. So if I had a bad final, You're I could doomed. have failed the class. Luckily, good final flex here. Made the dean's list. This well semester. done, congratulations! I um I wake up at least once a week with a nightmare that I'm still in college and I've got a final for a uh, course that I haven't studied. At oh, least, that is scary. At least once a week, uh, or or I'm trying. I have this. This is a new one. What what does this mean? I have these dreams that I'm trying to text. And I can't text on my phone. Like I'm trying to tell Toby I'm late, or or I'm late, I'm late, and I can't text on my phone or use my phone. You can't it's, let anyone. Okay, right. Yeah. So I'm sure there's something there. I'm sure there's some there's sort definitely of something there, something deeper. I'm I'm sure a listener will will tell you what it means. Of course, I'm, I'm, it means you're crazy, Plank. I'm sure or soft, probably one of them. All right, uh, listen, we got the Air Comfort Solutions top five stories of the day. Wait, did I say that right? We've got the Air Comfort Solutions text line blowing up. The Newcastle Casino top five stories of the day and only an hour to go. Stick around. It's the Plank Show.